welcome to another episode of the OC Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we're going to continue on with re-watching the OC. We're on season one, episode 23. We're slowly but surely coming to the end of season one, and it's pretty crazy to think about. As always, I am joined by my partner here, Kenzie. How are you today? I'm so good, but I'm very sad to be almost done with this season. It Like I was looking at it, I was like, there's only four episodes left after the nanny, right? It's so sad. Like I, cause I know, I remember vividly watching the series, the season finale of this season. I don't know if I'm ready to go through that again. I, I, I don't know. I know like once we finish it, there's only a week before we watch season two, episode one. <laughs> but like, I don't know because I watched this live on TV and that was pretty traumatizing. All of these episodes that like we're about to go through are pretty like drama heavy from what yeah. I remember. So, I mean, it's exciting to watch it because it's not Oliver drama. Mm-hmm. Like it's regular drama, <laughs> like Oliver. no Oliver. Um, even though he's briefly mentioned in an episode. He is. So, but I, I don't know. I'm sad. I don't want it to be over. Me neither. I love this season so much. It's such a great, it's a great first, it's one of the best first seasons, I think, like, of, of all the shows that I've ever watched, and I really enjoy a lot of what kind of transpires here. It's so good. It's just so good. It's such it's a so detailed good. season. It really is. Like, there are so many bad guys. Like, remember Luke was a bad guy at one point? Like, what? Like, look at him now. His stupid yes. haircut. Like, oh my what's God. his so, haircut? So, speaking of which, I was, okay, so I told you that um, my wife was watching uh, Grey's Anatomy and watching him on that show, right? Because we're watching week to week, we're watching the OC, very, very, very young Chris Carmine, right? Very yeah, like 2003. Right? Well, we're 2004 now. Right. And but I mean, a this world is recording of 2021. 2020. Like, is, <laughs> right. So we're, I'm watching this and obviously big time difference, but First off, he looks exactly the same. Yeah, he's a aged bit really well. Like, remarkably. Remarkably. But... What happens when you're unproblematic? Just saying. <laughs> but the crazy thing about it is, is, like, looking at him, it's like, he's like a father. And I'm just like, I, I, I can't help but watch it and, like, picture that as Luke, As Luke. Right? Like, right? Luke is like, now a doctor, whatever. Like, I don't know. I haven't watched Grace Honey in so long. He is a doctor. Okay, like, Luke a is now a he doctor. He just became a father. He just became a father. Right? He lives in Seattle. Oh, my God. He just oh went God. up the coast a little bit, you know? What yeah. I'm I love it. I love it. I, um... And then um, Seth Cohen apparently took a wild turn. I don't know if anybody saw Promising Young Woman this weekend. <laughs> Um, wild turn if that's Seth Cohen's sequel just wild um, I don't want to spoil his role in that movie for anyone but 2021 has been well I guess Kid Detective came out the very end of 2020 yeah it did yep I mean he's had a cool couple months and I just watched Shazam for the first time and um, I don't know if anybody who writes Shazam or anything is listening to, th- to this podcast for some reason hear me out no offense to the guy from my mind of Cohen because that is not what would happen, right? No, no, no. Seth Cohen would be not in Promising Young Woman. No, he wouldn't be that guy. No, he would be Shazam. Like that's in the he Shazam. He would be Shazam. It's not literally. <laughs> and literally. I'm just saying, I think that everyone that likes the OC would actively go see Shazam 2 if it focused on Adam Brody as Shazam and I mean, no offense to the, what's his name? Zachary Levi? Yeah, Zachary Levi. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, he's great, but like, no offense to him. I just like, the second Adam Brody appeared on screen, I was like, Seth Cohen became a superhero. Do you know how cool this is? <laughs> That's like a, it's like the Josh Shorts, you know, show, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because like, if you, you combine the OC, you combine Chuck, both of which he created. And they're That's both so in one cool. movie together, right? You know, what it I mean? was really funny. I never really watched Chuck, but when I realized it was the same guy, I was like, maybe I should. And then I was, I just never. I think it's on Hulu. Um, why are we talking Fox about? Loves it. Yeah, it's his. My favorite. husband it's like really one of his likes favorite it. shows ever. He's like, whenever you guys are done with the OC, we need to do a Chuck show. I was like, I've never watched it before. Yeah, so. my husband really likes it. And like, I remember, yeah. you know, when you go to a hotel. I mean, I guess not anymore, guys. <laughs> I feel like Chuck was always on TV. Like, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. You would stay in a hotel or whatever it would be on? Yeah, you would, because I don't have cable. So, like, when I go to hotels, I love just watching, like, ra- like I always watch Food Network. 
but oh, like yes. I love just watching like random shows on cable and I always feel like Chuck was on yeah why no, is the OC that. not that show I don't know if SoapNet is still a thing, but when I was in high school, we had DirecTV and SoapNet was a thing and it played all of them. It played the OC, the new 90210, yep. One Tree Hill, all of them. It was a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. It never played Gossip Girl because it was like on air still, I guess. But it played all the like, the era of teen shows from like this cycle, like the OC. Yeah, that it. used to be my favorite thing when I would stay home from sick from school. Are you kidding? I'd watch the OC, One Tree Hill, 90210, all back to back. Yeah. Dramatic stuff. Speaking, I know we're on a little bit of a tangent here, folks. We'll get to the episode in a minute, but we got, we found some crazy news this week. Yes. Yes. Some I, very crazy uh, okay. news. I'm a very big um, casting what if person, like not just the OC, just in general. I love casting what ifs, like picturing a show or a movie with someone who almost was in the movie. I never knew this. Do you want to drop this bomb? No, you're the one that found it out. I'm going to let you drop it. This is you. Okay. I'm a huge Mad Men fan. Changed my life. I named my dog after Mad Men. Just huge, important show to me. John Hamm, Don Draper himself, Dick Whitman himself, was almost Sandy Cohen. That blows my mind. Like, no. I mean, yeah, that'd be it wouldn't cool, have worked. but I it mean, wouldn't have worked. No, not even close. Okay, like, do you Peter think Gallagher that, do you think is that, like, the, like, right, he's a good-looking dude. Like, I'm not saying But, I mean, he's not, like, distracting good-looking. No, like, John Hamm is, like, very, very, very good-looking. We sat, um, we went to, a long, like, way before COVID, we went to a restaurant, and he sat, like, a table away from us. And, like, my former boss was even, like, starstruck by him and was, like, he is so good looking. And I was, like, it's really crazy. It's, you're, because. It would have been too much. Like, it wouldn't have been, like, especially, like, in this episode, like, Kirsten and the Nana have, like, weird, like, a weird relationship. And, like, that wouldn't have been a thing had Sandy been, like, extremely hot. Like, no, like. Because you wouldn't have been able to sell that. They would have been that couple. Like, part of, like, the charm of Mad Men was, like, Don Draper is so good-looking. His wife, Betty, is so good-looking. And it's, like, that's what Sandy and Kirsten would have been had Sandy been played by John Hamm. Yeah, because Hamm. He wouldn't have been, you wouldn't have been able to buy John Hamm as, as I'm this a Jewish guy, guy from up, the Bronx. <laughs> right, that I grew up in this poverty. Lo- no, dude, no, you didn't. You're a good-looking guy. You had everything handed to you throughout the entire time of, of like, high school. Like, you like his life wasn't difficult. No, like, not at all. But yeah, I, when you texted me that, I was like, what? Like, sometimes I mind. scroll through Twitter and I don't even like absorb what I'm reading. I just like scroll through it. But I cannot explain how fast I stopped and was like, what the hell? Like out loud. Like, it puts you like, at like a, at a, at a abrupt, like, oh my God, right? I just, I can't believe it. I, I truly can't believe it. It's like, that would have changed the show. And like, I don't know. I don't know. We wouldn't be talking about eyebrows so often. Definitely I'm thinking not. about all the lines that could not have been said because there are so many lines about his eyebrows. 100%. Throughout the series. 100%. Recurring character. Yeah. Deserve their own, like, <laughs> and. They deserve their own credit, right? Like, and. Feature. Peter oh my God, you know eyebrows. how, like, what is it? Because like, it uh, is, it's, it's and Tate Donovan. Right. Like, and it wouldn't have been and Tay Donovan. It would have been like with Tay Donovan and Peter and, Gallagher's eyebrows. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's what it would have been. Oh, it just blew my mind. I'm sorry if anyone listening doesn't care about John Hamm. I don't I don't know anyone who doesn't like John Hamm. Oh, I like I've never seen I've never watched Mad Men, and I know you're mad at that. Just statement it all music like the I'm mad at that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but um that, but he's but, like well liked like he's in baby driver he was oh, in, so good um, in that. um what is that movie with zach galifianakis and gal gadot oh man they're like neighbors or something yeah yeah, yeah. oh i really like them too yeah we're the joneses yes we're the joneses yeah that was fun i like yeah. that movie and then he's also in um a couple like almost good dramas beirut Oh, and then he's in the town. How could yeah. I forget? I love yeah. him in the town. Oh, he's. I love their. Uh, I love their 
the 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 uh, banter between him and Affleck in that movie so much. yeah they're it's really so, great together I was so shocked match. that um, award season when Jeremy Renner was the one who took off and not John Hamm yeah it, it could have yeah. been Sandy Cohen like I just I can't believe it <laughs> yeah that would have yeah. scarred me for life you wouldn't have liked it as much as you did though no not at all. All right, folks. Season one, episode 23 was The Nanny. Are you ready for the synopsis? Yes. Hit me. 8.0 rating. That's pretty solid. That's a pretty solid bounce back. Obviously, as I say, bounce back, even though we liked the LA, a lot of people didn't because, you know, people don't like Paris Hilton for some reason. Also, watch Promising a Woman to hear her song. Um, but the- <laughs> they don't pay us, guys. They don't I pay know, us. They really don't. It's like, they should. But they yes. Don't. Every podcast for like the last month, we've. Marissa runs away from learning. Or, sorry, from learning. <laughs> she does that too. <laughs> she runs away from learning. No more school. <laughs> Marissa runs away after learning a heartbreaking truth to a place where only Ryan could find her. Sandy's mother visits for Passover. That's a decent one. Not bad. It's not bad. I feel like they could have just it, Marissa runs away after learning a heartbreaking truth. Period. Sandy's mother visits for Passover. Why do they have to tell us where she ran away that we have only Ryan's going to find her, right? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like a that's kind of part of the, the episode, right? You know and I mean? like when that line is dropped, which we'll get into, it's like impactful. And it's like it's not if it's in the synopsis. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I don't and like it, that. And the thing about it is it's like if you think about it and you're watching the show, you kind of know where she goes. Exactly. Like, I didn't remember until, like, a little bit into it where she was. But once I, like, thought about it, I was like, oh, of course. Like, Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me why she went there. But we'll get into that later. I mean, that's yeah. just, it's weird <laughs> for me. It was very weird for me to remember that as well. So, um, all right. Where are we starting off at here? Um, so it starts oh my out, God. Like, I, real quick, they, whenever, um, sorry, whenever, um, I love the, um, like previously on OC thing, I love whenever, like they just showed the little clip of Luke saying, we've got a connection and then Ryan responding, it's got to end. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, it's so it's funny. It's so aggressive. It's, it's very aggressive. Um, right. which it gets kind of like, I don't like the way Luke is anymore i don't know he went from being like the bad guy to the doofus and now he's just like this weird like he's only there to scream i love julie cooper and like i don't get it like his character arc is very weird um so the whole episode starts with them discussing that marissa's missing and luke and Ryan are together and they've been out all night searching for her. Yep. And they're like, let's ask Cohen if she's called. And Cohen is asleep, mm-hmm. which is hilarious. You're very um, much funny. He's supposed to they, be the go-to guy here. Yeah. Um, which I wouldn't have left Cohen as the go-to guy. Like, of course he went to sleep. Um, yeah, exactly. They're like yelling at Cohen. Cohen that he's asleep and he's like if the phone rang I would have heard it and then he's like oh weird a missed call <laughs> <laughs> so funny it was really funny um and Marissa left a message basically saying like I'm fine don't come looking for me I just need like some space and t- okay hear me out fine that's fine as long yeah. as she can contact I don't really care right just tell me you're fine yeah Keep like just schedule another call. That way, I'm not worried about you. Yeah. Like I know she has gotten in trouble before and mm-hmm. has tried to hurt herself before, but she's actually come a really long way. And I think like this is actually a really horrible thing happening to her. Yes. Like let kind of let her be type of thing, right? Yeah, and then. I don't know. It just like really bothers me that they just like, it's like she made contact saying she's fine. Like, I it's don't know. She ran away and didn't say anything at all. Yeah. It's just, and it's not just like the whole that Julie and Luke were hooking up. It's that Ryan knew and like kept it from her. And yeah. so it's like, all, like she has no one. Like yep. it's just, I don't know. 
But to me, just tell Jimmy, get Jimmy involved. It should be a parent's problem, not yeah. Ryan. It should not be Ryan's problem. Ryan makes everything his problem. <laughs> it's kind of like he always wants to like bear a cross, I guess. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I think it's because of like his mom. Like he wants to take care of his mom. So he's not used to like there being functioning adults around. Yeah. Not that I would call Jimmy functioning. No. But, but- it's their daughter. Like, let them figure it out. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Um, but I love that Cohen is like, they're all yelling at Cohen. And then Cohen's like, this would have happened. This wouldn't if be you... happening if Luke just had never had sex with Julie. It was an accident. <laughs> and then he's like, did you accidentally have sex with her? Like, or did it's... you accidentally tell Marissa? Like, and. And then it's, like, really funny because I'm, like, he did actually accidentally tell Marissa. Yeah, I mean, yes. That part. Like, that genuinely was... actually was an accident. Yeah. Um, the whole situation's improved by Julie showing up. Yep. Which, which okay. Who let her in the house? Was the door unlocked? Just... And, like, because if she, if Kirsten or Sandy did answer the door, why is she talking to Ryan? Yeah. Isn't that so, weird? Right. Yeah. Why wouldn't she go in there and be like, hey, um, we need to have a talk. Like, uh, yeah. It's like really weird because like I, my parents would have never just like let someone else's mom no. just come in and talk to me. They'd been like, uh, okay, what's going on? Like, I don't right, know. They would have been getting to the bottom of what's going on in the entire situation. But I just love this whole interaction so much. I did not realize that Julie did not know that everybody knows. Exactly. Yes. And it's been a, it's, it's like a top secret on top of a top secret type of yeah. thing. Yeah. Right? And then so Julie comes in and she's like, what is going on? Like, where's Marissa? And they're like, they all just kind of like stare at each other, like shit. Like, and then Luke's like, they know. And, and she's like, shut, she's up, like, shut Luke. up, Luke. <laughs> and then she he's like, no, like Marissa knows. Yeah. And she's like, just like in disbelief and then this is the part that kills me she looks at ryan she's like what did you do and he's like what did i do what did you do exactly left with her with her you know her best friend or whatever like her ex-boyfriend you know what i mean like it's just ridiculous and then um my favorite part of this is like her and ryan have this weird relationship she like looks at seth and luke and it's like, she's been having sex with Luke, okay? But she yes. still prefers to only speak to Ryan. She asks them to give her some space. Yeah, she's like, she clears the room and it's hilarious. And you know it's I mean? just like so weird. Like, and then she's like, I'm going to call the cops. And then Ryan's like, do it. Like, it's so funny. It's like a recurring theme of this episode where Julie's like, I'm going to call the cops. And he's like, okay, just do it then. Explain yeah. them. Explain to them the situation. Yeah. And I love that Ryan calls her out on it. He's like, oh. what are you going to tell them about why she ran away? But then Julie is like 10 steps ahead and is like, well, I'm going to call her doctor. I'm just going to be locked up. And I'm like, okay, we were talking about this off air, but I hate characters where I'm like, why do you have children? Like, I don't understand. I just, I don't get it. And then, you know, Caitlin's somewhere. Like, we never fucking (laughs) see her, but she is somewhere. Like, never with Jimmy. Like, never with Jimmy. Never with Jimmy. Never. Which I'm sure is Julie's doing, but then I'm like, sure. Julie's out there having sex with teenagers, so like, <laughs> I don't know. The mama or nanny or whomever is always is it's on speed dial, ready to, to you know watch the watch the other the grandma or something. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Um, but so I do think Julie's in the wrong here, threatening to call the doctor because this yes. is like Julie's fault. But. Like, she kind of has a point. Like, Marissa has, har- like, harmed herself in the past. Right, for sure. The thing but about it's it is, like, she did call. She said, I just need space. Yes. Just give her space. All right, give her a day. She it's said been she's six safe. hours or something. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, chillax. I just, I if I were Marissa, I would have just been at my dad's or whatever. And just been like, leave me alone. Like, you guys know where I am, but leave me alone. Yeah, I mean... I- I it's agree like, because like if that would have been like the case of like hey I'm at I'm at dad's house but just if you show up like just leave me alone right yeah not go to a, an entirely different county where yeah nobody knows you yeah I don't know um we cut to something more awkward Haley made this huge breakfast three <laughs> types of pancakes which kept getting repeated yeah um I have a question though before we dive into this 
Where mm -hmm. do you stand on the waffles versus pancakes debate? Uh, waffles, definitely. Okay, same. Which is awkward because I named my dog, um, who's no longer with us, Pancakes. After the show, actually, he's a character you meet later on. Mm -hmm. um, but I always preferred Waffles, which is funny because my sister named her dog Waffles. <laughs> That's they had like Waffles, Pancakes. It was a whole thing. But yeah, I prefer uh, Waffles. Me, 100%. I prefer French toast over both, but... Same. Same. Yeah. A thousand percent. <laughs> Yeah, it's a huge I, argument in my house. My husband was like, French toast is bottom tier. Whoa. He said that it's not even in the conversation. What to compare to what it's like light years better than waffles and pancakes. Yeah. So I don't get it. Um, if you're listening still after all these tangents, <laughs> leave a comment. Do you did would you have liked John Ham as Sandy? Yes. Do you prefer waffles, pancakes, or French toast? Let us know. Exactly. I don't know what's so, going on anymore. We've got so many questions. You know what I mean? Um, but speaking of waffles and pancakes, Sandy comes in freaking out, freaking <laughs> out, like DEFCON 10. Like he is like highest alert. He's like putting everything in boxes. Like he has boxes, bags, all this stuff. Um, and he's like, they're like, what is going on? He's like, what is all this food? And he's like, it has to go. And I love it. He's literally dumping like bread everything into like a, a cardboard box i'm like what is going on and he's like the nana is coming and he's like and it's passover and they're like this all has to go there cannot be everything. any bread or no any bad. of this product in the house um and Seth says the funniest thing he's like i love when nana comes to town and dad becomes jewish again <laughs> it's so funny it's so funny because um so Passover, you can't have food that has any bread component. So like you see him taking cereal. It's not just bread. It's like any product that it has like, um, like risen basically. Yeah. So the night before Passover, and they make it clear this is the first day of Passover. The night before Passover, you actually like clean out all the food. Like you're not it's allowed tough. to have it in your house. So that's why he's freaking out because it's not like the day of you do this it's like the day before you actually do it and his mom obviously takes it very seriously and he's like she is gonna freak out <laughs> and it's like the one day kaylee cooks this huge spread and it's all it's all bread you know yeah you know, like, risen stuff you know what i mean it's like, ridiculous yeah. three kinds of pancakes guys um <laughs> throws a blueberry at his mom and then he's like telling kirsten he's like what about the food and she's like I don't remember the name, the Ackermans. She's like, the Ackermans take care of food. He's like, no, I tell my mom that we do the Seder here. He's like, so we need to have the food here. And she's like, oh. And he's like, and by the way, she thinks we do this every year. And he's like, and by the way, she but thinks you, you converted. <laughs> and he's like, I'm kidding about that one. It was really funny. It's so good. It was funny that like, even in all his panic, he's still making jokes. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, so Sandy. Still, He's exactly that's what I was gonna say. He's still Sandy with within the midst of all of it. All his panic. Um Death and Summer. That's adorable. This is like I like this scene. I like this scene a lot. So it starts out like really serious, like about Marissa. He's like questioning her and she's like, she called me, she's okay, she just needs time. Yeah. And like I'm like, that's exactly what she left on that message. So can you guys please shut the fuck up? Like stop and, and doing this. Like even Seth is like, okay. Like he's just like Okay, fine. But yeah, it, whatever. It's so funny. And then he's like stressed out and he brings up that his Nana is in town. And Summer's like, that's so cute, the Nana. And he's like, she's not cute. She's scary. <laughs> and that has been the theme so far of the Nana, yes. that the Nana is scary. Terrifying. Like scary, 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 terrifying. Right. And, um, but Summer's like, I still want to meet her. Like, she sounds cute. And Seth is like, absolutely not. Yep. And then um, he says something about Passover, and she's like, what's Passover? And he's like, definitely not meeting the Nana. Yes, definitely not. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. It's so funny. Yeah, and I love the, the importance of this scene for so many levels, right? You know what I mean? We set up the idea that Summer knows absolutely nothing about you know, the Jewish culture at all, right? You know what I mean? She has no idea what Passover is. Like, she did not watch that um, Rugrats episode even. No. Passover, no, apparently, she, which I don't... Come on. Completely went over her head. And 
obviously on the flip side of it, Seth is being very like, she's crazy. Like you can't be around her. But then on top of that, you don't know anything about this culture. So if you come around, you're going to sound or yeah. say something that's going to be wrong. She's going to make, he knows that the Nana will go after her. Yes. And he doesn't want that for her. No, because he knows then that, you know, maybe she'll, you know. Summer like wears her heart on her sleeve. So he's yes. like, I don't want you to have to go through that. Right. Because if you go through this, I promise you, you are going to. And they're kind of like doing really well. Right. Yeah. Oh Seth my God, and yeah. Summer. Yes. Like they're, like their relationship. They're having a little bit of a rough episode you know it's I mean? like moving on pretty nicely yeah so he doesn't want to ruin what they've got going you know going for them right now which i can, I can appreciate that yeah jimmy and Haley. yes um very interesting scene i don't know like i think sandy was freaking out first and then yeah, yeah yeah okay so sandy's changing the sheets on their bed he's like what if she comes up here and touches them and realizes they're very expensive um, I I don't have someone in my family like this, but I know people that do. Where like they judge them for like absolutely everything, everything right? And so I understand that panic, like not firsthand, but I understand that panic. But he's like, the Nana's not coming for Passover. She's not coming to visit. She is coming because I got a new corporate job, and she wants to scold me and set me back on my righteous path. Right. Because Mama, Mama Cohen is, you know, she she does what, you know. He goes on and on and on about if she has extra money, it didn't go to us. It went to the ACLU. Yeah. It went to, like, he was like, nothing was spent on us. Like, right, it was exactly. always about others. Yep. And he's like, she is going to come yell at me that, like, not only did I take a corporate job, I'm opening a restaurant. Like, yep. All so of he, knows, <laughs> he knows. He knows. Also, knows I just want to point wrong. out that um so during passover you can't really like eat out because you can't can determine that like the food wasn't contaminated with okay he's opening a restaurant passover is not like a one-day holiday right it's a whole week right so with that being said why is he opening a restaurant during passover even if he doesn't celebrate it like and he knows his mother does yeah, I would have like I have, delayed the opening of the restaurant or something. It's like I have especially a lot of considering that his mama's meatloaf is one of the main on the yeah of the, of menu. the menu. Like, yes. let's explain that. Um, but then we cut to my least favorite couple, Jimmy and Haley. You don't like these two? I just think it's like it's very weird. It's it's not only like weird; it's just like. Like, their age is fine to me. Like, their age gap, it doesn't really bother me. It only bothers me because he knew her when she was, like, young. Yeah. And, like, he was in love with Kirsten. And, like, he's still actively, like, in love with Kirsten. And it just, like, bothers me. And Jimmy keeps bringing it up that um, him and Kirsten and him and Sandy are doing, like, really well as friends. Yep. And Jimmy just, like needs to focus on himself and i never really say that about people like i am very pro putting other people before me like i do it a lot but like jimmy needs to work on himself and like when he does things go really well for him yes he's he's got it he's got everything going for him in the right direction yeah it's like he just needs to keep on that path right the last thing he needs right now is the distraction of a it's not just a relationship like if it was just any random person go for it jimmy but this is yeah. not just anybody this is this is kirsten's sister so the dynamic's weird you got caleb it's, involved because caleb loves yes some Haley. you know what i mean a whole lot and he doesn't Haley's really like favorite. Jimmy. yeah he doesn't really like jimmy and then you have kirsten involved because and then sandy would be like Whatever. also you know okay let's say Haley and jimmy got married and then let's say Caleb and Julie got married, right. would they still be like related? They would be, right? He would. <gasps> Jimmy would be her son in law. Yeah, he would. <laughs> her ex husband would be her son in law. That's fantastic. Well, that's so weird. That's such a Josh Schwartz thing because on Gossip Girl, I can't explain to you. The boundaries of relationships. That's fake. I just, yeah. Oh my God. So anyway, yeah, I'm not into Jimmy and Haley. It's just like, because he is on such a good path. I don't want him to go down that path. 
Um, yeah, me neither. Not at all. I do think it's very nice of him. He like comes over to like check on her because the night before we're led to believe was the night she got rescued. Yep. From LA. It's very sweet. Um, very sweet. It's very nice. Um we're just in a Ryan. Um well, everybody really. Ryan looks like he hasn't slept in about a month, doesn't he? Like he looks Yeah, like is this the same day still? Maybe this is this all night? one day? I don't, I'm confused. Uh, well, mm, yeah. Yeah, because That's, he's freaking out yeah, because she's is. coming that day. Yeah, this is like lunchtime, okay, yeah, I guess, yeah. there. Yeah, yeah okay. so, and then Sandy asks who's going to the airport with him. Nobody um, wants to go. Nobody volunteers. And then he kind of looks at Ryan and goes, Ryan? I personally hate going to the airport, so I totally get it. Yes, for sure. I hate and everybody, it. And Ryan knows nothing about the nanny except for what Seth has told him. And obviously everything that's kind of it's transpired this morning, it's not good. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So, and he, you know, she's not exactly receptive, um, but, um, and then, you know. The nana's actually there. She, she's arrived. Yeah. She's arrived. Um, she's like, hello. The door the is Door's wide open. She's like, I could steal all your belongings. <laughs> uh, it's so weird. <laughs> Um, so but then everyone's shocked that she's there. And then they're more shocked because she is being overly nice. Like, so nice. She hugs everyone. She's nice about Kirsten's appearance. She's yep. like, wow, the ocean. Everyone's mm. like, what is going on? I love this, though. She doesn't recognize Haley at first. And mm. then she's like, ah, yes, the bad seed. Yes. I'm so, because <laughs> I, so, I was just like, it's so funny that she says that. It's like, what? Like, you know, the... <laughs> Yes, the bad seed. I like I like that so much. Um, uh, let's see here, and then um, Seth is like freaking out to just Ryan in private that the Nana's being nice. He's like, I don't get it. This is so unlike her. Yep. Like she hates Kirsten. Like she yep. hates my mom. Yep. And, and then so this nice. help. Yeah, and this help connects with Ryan where Marissa is. Put two and two together, right there. He's like, holy shit. Um, so the next scene is showing where she is in yeah. Chino with Teresa. And I love Teresa answers the door and she's like, took you long enough. And I'm like, <laughs> was this a you game? You couldn't have called? Like, yeah. Oh. Like, oh, she told me not to call. Well, like who is your allegiance to? Like your relationship was with Ryan, not I don't know. It's weird to me. Um, Literally just like a week ago, they're sleeping together. Yeah. Like if we're led to believe this is like the same day, like the day after LA, like it literally was like a week ago that they were together. I don't get it. Together, together. Like Um, looking for an apartment for her in that area. Yeah. Wanted ads, everything. Um, The situation's improved by Eddie showing up being like of all days, he just shows up on our day. Yep. And uh, Ryan's like, what day? And Tracy's like, our engagement party, which further <laughs> leads me confused about, like, why is this all happening so fast? Um, it's just so weird. I don't, I don't get it. I just, I don't ever get the Teresa stuff, like, I, ever. How old either. is she? Why isn't I, she in high school? I, like, what's going on? I don't, I don't either. I, I, I was completely, ba- I'm just completely baffled. That's where she showed up. I mean, first off, let's be real. You know what I mean? Like, I get where- it because like someone pointed out later that only Ryan could find her there. Right. And I, yes. And that like puts the risk of Luke, that puts the risk of Julie. Everybody else. At very, very her. low yeah. Even if she does her? call the cops or a doctor or whatever. They're not going to find her there. They wouldn't, yeah, they wouldn't be able to. But then this. I'm like, she knew on some level she wanted Ryan to find him. Right, of course, right. yeah. And they, they both point that out very much, yeah. you know, early on or later on in the episode, which I appreciate it. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, so Kirsten and Sandy and Seth are freaking out about the Nana being yes. nice. They're just freaking out. I love Kirsten goes, well, maybe she's changed. Maybe she's just come to terms with life and now she's much nicer. And then she's like, no, you're definitely right. Something's wrong. But she's <laughs> like, don't question it. Like, just, yeah. just right, just go it, with it. Run with just it. Just go with it. Don't like, poke a hole in it. Like, yeah, yeah, just if let you, it go. If, if Nana's here being nice, she's being sweet, she's being charming, then just let her be nice, sweet, and charming. Don't, like, 
Because at some point, obviously, later on, he does poke the bear to the point where the bear gets angry and then bada bing. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's like, don't do that. We're having a good time. Let's have the good time. Like, Yeah. Like, she's like, just let it happen naturally. Like, don't interfere. Um, Summer shows up and the Nana answers the door. Mm Mm-hmm. And Summer's so like, funny. you must I... be the Nana. <laughs> I'm like, who so says that? <laughs> so funny. And I love it because she brought macarons, which Sandy just asked her to make macarons. Yep. And she was like, I don't do that anymore. Yep. And they have like a really nice banter. A I do. And it, she, it doesn't it's so cute. Like, I, wanted, I wanted to point this out. Summer may be hypothetically dumb in the eyes of, the, of you know, where her character development has been, right? You know what I mean? Yes. Like they don't make portrait, but she seems like she would be a very good um, with parents. person to take home. Right, yeah, person yeah. to take home, right? You know what I mean? Like she would be- Because the... she's very polite. Yes. She has conversation, like she doesn't just right. like sulk around or whatever. Right. Like no offense to Marissa, but I don't well. really feel like Marissa would be <laughs> someone. Which is funny because I would like, if you look at the, you know, the, the big picture of all of it, like if you're a guy, you're looking at it, like you would rather take Summer home than Marissa, even though like that's not how you would probably portray it in, if you look on the outside looking in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like once you see their true characters and how they interact with people, like Summer would be like, because she has a personality. Yeah. She, she like, even on Thanksgiving, like she started helping with like, like she wanted to be like yeah. involved and it's yeah, just exactly. like i don't know like she's her own like person with her own yeah. personality like she's never trying to be somebody else no she's always she's summer charming exactly yeah. yeah i loved it um I but she offers she- to make copies of the hagdala which is hilarious because then um i have two questions about this most hagdalas are in um hebrew okay but summer opens it and can like read it because Seth makes a joke that she's reading it wrong because you don't read it like a normal book, like right. in the United t- States, like left or right, it's backwards. backwards. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But why would it be backwards if it's in English? Yeah, that doesn't. I, Unless it has like Hebrew with English underneath it. I don't know. That's potential. Yeah, it's maybe it's transcribed to, to, for other people to be able to. It's read hilarious it. though, but because yeah, Seth is funny. like, I don't want you to be here, but you might as well go do that. She's like, okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) I just like, like, I don't want you here, but since you're here, I need you to go do something. Yeah. He's like, yes, it's hilarious because now that the Nana knows, like the Nana's like, so you're coming for dinner, right? Like, exactly. It's hilarious. Um, Um, We transitioned to Teresa and Ryan fighting. And she's getting married in June, which is soon. I assume. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's after Christmas, after Valentine's Day. They went to L.A. and it was like... So where are we? We're probably in like the March-April-ish, maybe? I feel like April, probably. Yeah, solid April. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, But they kind of have like a nice... Like, once they get past the whole I should have invited you or whatever yes. kind of conversation, like, yep. they're like really communicating and she's... Like they have, I can see why they go back to this relationship because they do seem to be able to understand each other. Oh, I agree. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. Because it's, you would see that you would see that they're like, uh, they would have a little bit more, uh, chemistry there than obviously they've been around each other their entire lives. So it's, it's quite interesting that they are able to still be okay. Even like we said, only a week, a week out there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's still very awkward. Um, yeah. Marissa, on the other mm. hand, yes. is kind of throwing a fit. Doesn't want to go anywhere. Very hostile. Yeah, she... I understand why, though. Like, Ryan did keep this from her, but she's got to understand. Like, she's Marissa. She freaks yes. out over everything. Everything. Like, and, and she has... But Marissa is in the be. right. I just, yes. Yeah, like, she's in the right here. Like... Okay, so the point here is this. You don't want anybody but Ryan to find you, right? Hypothetically, mm-hmm. right? But when Ryan finds you, you're mad. Yes. <laughs> so, it's it's, it's being, the most Marissa thing ever, right? Yeah, it's so Marissa. It's hilarious. Uh, yeah, exactly. She just like, she did just like need time. And yeah. nobody's really giving her any time. 
But at the same time, Ryan is being told by Julie constantly, like, I'm going to call the police, like, bring her home. Yeah. Oh, I agree 100%. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Mm. Very just... Yes. There's just a lot going on in the situation for Marissa to not just be a little understanding and be like, mm-hmm. okay, now my mom is putting you in this position. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Marissa ain't going nowhere. She's going nowhere. Except uh, all the non-kosher for Passover food from the Cohens is going somewhere. <laughs> it's going to Jimmy's. Um, so good. I it's just, just like a box of all the non-kosher for Passover food. <laughs> Yeah. Um, that Haley delivers to Jimmy, and she makes a move on Jimmy. Yeah, she makes a real move, like a real, um, real, real, real move. And right? Jimmy's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" And he's like, oh, "He enjoyed himself said, for a minute." Then he said, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "I am just such good friends with Kirsten. Sandy yep. and I are great friends. Sandy and yeah. I have the restaurant, and that's like my livelihood." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "As much as I want this, I can't risk all of that, which is everything." Yeah, which is what we talked about for this. Right, we talked about that. Yeah, and how she reacts, she she thinks that Jimmy's throwing up the mixed mixed signals, which I would agree with. I right? would agree with, but also like he does just like he he's he a didn't go person. to. Yeah, like, he didn't go to L.A. to get her because, like, he's in love with her. Like, he has known her her whole life yeah, that we're meant to believe. She's better than a strip club. She's better yeah. than what she's doing for herself. And, and He she, knows that it's self-destructive and not, yes. like, just a way to make ends meet, really. Yeah, like, sure. so I get why she's upset, but also, like, she also knows Jimmy is, like, well, this kind of person. And the thing that about cares. it was, they had that talk that night, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They were even said that one night, I forget the end of that episode, it was like, we know that this could be really good, but... It's not... But it's not... It's like, not we thing. can't pursue this. Yes, right. So it's just really weird. Yeah. And then, um, weirder, we transition <laughs> back to Ryan and Marissa. And Marissa delivers such a solid line. Ryan's uh, like, everyone is worried about you. Just come home. Like, we'll figure it out. And yep. she's like, who's worried about me? Luke? My mom? I'm like, shit. You got me there, Marissa. You got me there. She's got a solid point here, guys. She's got a very, very, very solid point here. It's so solid. Like, it was, I, it was I, such a great line. It was great delivery, great line. Yeah, because then she point. just kind of stares at him. Like, what are you going to say now? I'm like, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> like, you're right. Like, you have no... You don't like to stand on right now, Ryan. Like, yeah. Real like to stand on. Um, just painful. Um, so speaking of painful, this was like really hard to watch. Uh, yeah. We transitioned to Sandy, mm-hmm. who has taken his mom to the restaurant. Yep. <laughs> which he didn't think was going to happen. And she's like, I really liked it. And he's like, it wasn't completely done. And she's like, no, like it was great. Um, and she's just talking, being nice. Being nice, and, as we talked about earlier in the episode. And Sandy, where... you can see his face, and he's like, I don't buy this Mary Poppins Jewish act. That's <laughs> was the funniest thing. It was so funny. Um, he's like, drop the act. Like, what is going on? And she's like, and Kirsten's like, Sandy. And she's like, stay out of it. And he's like, do not speak to her like that. Yep. And We're getting serious kinda, now, right? We're getting serious. She now. goes off. She, she like, everything she's bottled up, she's like, your stupid restaurant. She's like, I don't even know all the stuff she said. She's just really mad. Uh, basically, everything she had bit her tongue on leading she up to this moment, she unleashes. She all in on. All the way And then, um, I don't know what Sandy says, but he says something about, like, the way she's living. And she's like, well, you won't have to deal with it for much longer because one day I'll be dead. And he's like, no, you're going to outlive us all, like, out of spite. <laughs> so funny, right? It was so good. Like, it's a good It was line. such a typical line of someone that, like, d- like someone like that that they just, like, have this horrible, t- awkward relationship with. Yep. But then she's like, no, well, Dr. Tally disagrees with you. Yeah. She's like, and he gives me four six months tops. I have advanced lung cancer. And um, she just like kind of stares at him. Like you can tell she said it and then she immediately regretted the way she dropped that information. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't think she actually wanted to say it like that. I just think like she was probably trying to be nice 
and make them like comfortable. Do you and think then, she wanted to tell them at all? I don't know. I was thinking I thought about, about like it. maybe she was gonna come back, do Passover as a family one one last time. Yeah. Like she seems like the kind of person that doesn't want to put a burden on anybody. Yeah. You know I, I mean? just She's... think maybe she was gonna tell them, but like the day she was leaving or something. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I agree with that. Be like there's that. nothing you can do. And I think like it just like came She's out. At the airport. Could... She's at the airport at the gate. Oh, hey, by the way. Uh yeah, like I <laughs> It was really hard to like watch it uh, because then Sandy just looks devastated. Oh my god! And Kirsten no matter how he feels about his mom, it's his mom. Yeah, it's still his mom, right? And like they might not like get along, but like you can tell they still have this like relationship where they like love each other. Like they just like have they're too similar. They're very similar. Just like her. Yeah, so it's, it's like identical paths of the lawyer, the helping the the, yeah. the needed. You know what I mean? It's like my my dad and my brother are the exact same, and like sometimes I can't be around them because like they don't get along because like they're the exact same. Right, and I'm like I ahead. just can't listen to this. Like, exactly. And then speaking of more people who don't get along, <laughs> Eddie and Ryan. He gets roughed up here. Yeah. Um. I literally was because so Eddie kind of tells him like I'm getting a drink you better be gone by the time I'm done which makes yeah. no sense to me because it's not a very big backyard or anything like no. like where he's getting a drink I'm pretty sure Ryan would still be standing or something like yeah. I don't know it's like a weird flex but to be fair it's Eddie's engagement party like Ryan yeah. shouldn't be there like I no. wouldn't want like Teresa wouldn't want Eddie's ex girlfriend there. I mean, but it already and it's like from a week ago. It's not yeah. like it's from like seven yeah. years ago or something. It's not it's like, like uh, we're at a we're at an instance where it's he literally slept with his fiance, lingering fiance, lingering because she didn't say yes. I don't think right. She hadn't said yes yet to the to the uh, engagement. Yeah, but you slept and you're friends. Like they've been friends their whole lives too, right? You know what I mean? So Eddie, like it, it yeah, it's yeah. weird. Um, but then Julie calls Ryan and is like, get Marissa home or I'm calling the cops. Yep. And Ryan I literally like, was like, do I hate Julie more or Eddie more? Definitely Julie. Oh, definitely. Definitely Julie. Um, because at this point in time, I don't mind Eddie. I just think Eddie's mad and I don't blame him. He has every right to be mad here. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame him at all either. Um. Eddie Cohen. She delivers quite possibly the best monologue. She's just so Kirsten is like talking to her, recommends an oncologist that they have there. Yeah. And she's like, Kirsten mentioned, I never knew this is how her mom died. I knew her mom was dead. I just didn't know how. She mentions her mom had ovarian cancer and went to this oncologist. And Nana Cohen's like, well, so she did the chemo, she did the radiation, surgery, and she's like, yeah. She's like, how did it work out? <laughs> and Kirsten's like, i like, okay. Uh, I don't <laughs> know how to respond to this, but... Uh... And then um, Sandy is, like, trying to convince her yeah. to, like, stay here yep. and get treatment. Yep. And she gets a little mad. <laughs> and she's like, I hate the sun. <laughs> I hate the ocean. I hate Schwarzenegger. And then she runs off. Hilarious. Oh, it's um, one of the best lines. It's, it's such a great line. Such great line delivery. Um, 100% agree. It's so good. Um, um, Seth and Ryan are on the phone. Yeah, so Summer is reading the Hagdala in bed with Seth. In the background... Of Seth and Ryan's phone call. Yep. Seth was like, you have to come home. And Summer is saying like Hebrew words and not enunciating properly. And I don't blame her. I can't enunciate them either. And Marissa's in the background of Ryan's phone call. And is like, I'm going to go talk to Eddie. And Ryan's like, no. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) And then uh, Seth is like, just come home. Summer's having a Hebrew hernia. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and something's going on with the Nana. 
Oh, my um, God. Oh, my God. So By the way, funny. he says, uh, when he says the line, we have the Nana happening, it sounds like a horror movie, right? <laughs> it's like, it's the whole delivery of always calling her the Nana, like yeah. not Nana. It sounds like it's part of the Conjuring universe, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> it's, it's, it's another spinoff coming yeah. 2022 to HBO Max. <laughs> the Nana. <laughs> Written by Josh Schwartz. Oh my God. Oh, please. Oh, um, Speaking of something I don't want to happen, Luke shows up to Julie's. So he is like, I don't even, just stop. No? I was, I I grew very tired of- It's exhausting. Of him throughout this entire episode. Yeah. I, I didn't, I don't understand. I, I didn't he, understand it. This is not the character I wanted Luke to turn into because no. he was a jerk. We finally started liking him. But we finally started liking him. Yes. I just, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even want to talk about them. I just like don't care. Um, but Julie's like weird. She like, she acts all of a sudden like Luke is too good for her. But like, She's the bad person in the situation. Yes. Like, he is underage. Yes. And she could have said, no. No. Luke. Like, Luke, I, I appreciate that. I'm flattered. It's flattered, but right. no. Yeah. I I just, it's gross. Um, Turns us into Sandy is giving Nana the business. Because Nana's outside smoking. Yes. And she's, she's like, the one upside to having lung cancer is I can smoke as much as I want. <laughs> And he's pissed. Um, and he's like, well, I called your doctor. Your doctor said you're not returning any calls <laughs> of his. And she is like, you know, like the son of your business. And he's like, it is. Like, I, I need you. Yeah. And she's like, I can't do the treatment because I don't want to get sick because I have kids who depend on me. And he's like, your kids depend Dep- on you. <laughs> exactly like and he goes off about his childhood and how they never knew if she was going to be at home or if they'd see her or like anything and i just want to say this whole time he's having this conversation we never see his siblings no do we no no i'm almost like he kept saying i have a brother and a sister and i was like you do right oh my god it could have been played by john (laughs) ham Who would have played his sister though? Mm. This error around this time. Amy Amy Brennanen. What's her name? Amy. Yeah. Amy Brennanen. She, she's on okay the then. Leftovers. Yeah, I'm judging. Judging Amy. Yeah, I yeah, like her. Yeah, me too. And she would have been a good um, daughter to the actress that plays the Nana. And then she doesn't have like thick brows or anything, but she could fit in with them. Can she's also guess? also in Private Practice, which stars Chris Lowe. Wow. Who is in Promising Yoga Woman with Adam Brody? <laughs> so we can bring this thing full circle, like full, full, full circle. Plugging like Promising Young Woman again. Okay. Um, the best part of this whole thing is that the that Seth is standing like near the, the outside. Whole... Here's the whole conversation. Yeah. So not only does he find out in this conversation that his grandma is sick with cancer, he finds out that she's not getting treatment. Yeah. That his dad did not have an enjoyable childhood with right. his mother. Yeah. That's a lot and to unpack in like one. It's moment. a lot. Like it's not a normal <laughs> no. because I don't think I knew I know he knows that Sandy doesn't really like banana that much, right. but he's you never would speak that way about like your parent in front of your child. No, he just knows that she's that's scary. too candidly. She's yeah, like scary, he just yeah, right? that's all he really that's knows. It. Yeah. Um, but I love that they don't say anything when Sandy walks away, the Nana sees Seth and Seth just kind of stares at her Yeah, and is just like, I, like, I can't believe you. And like, now there's no getting out of this for her. Like, yeah, yeah. she kept saying she didn't want anybody to know. And now now it's like, person that she didn't really, really, really really want to know. Knows and knows everything. Like knows that she's choosing herself not to do treatment. Mm -hmm. Um, Teresa, Marissa. Teresa actually gives Marissa some solid advice. And she starts talking about like, yeah. 
Eddie uh, is, is giving Ryan solid yeah. advice. Um, so Which, this whole like it's just still very weird to me. Like this happened last week, guys. Like yeah, it's we get like, over things on the OC very fast. He was just him in a pool. Yes, not very. I don't know. Um, Teresa's telling Marissa like you'll find what, like I ran away from home, but then I mm-hmm. realized what I needed was at home, yep. and she's like, like bitch, go home, and then um. Eddie gives the advice of the episode to me. 100%. He's like, Marissa came here and she knew only you could find her. Only you. Like, think about that. Yeah. Like, think about it. Great line delivery. Yeah, he was like really charming. Like, I was like, okay, I get it. Like, not my type, but I get it. Actually, he's pretty tall. Yeah. He's pretty tall. Height is a big thing. Um... I really like that whole moment, like both sets. Yeah, for sure. I, I thought it was, uh, we had so much crazy, right? Yeah. Like so it much was like crazy going calm on. calm and like It was calm, reasonable. cool, collect. Yeah, I yeah. dug it. I dug it. Yeah, I like it was it just really weird because like if you would have told me like an episode ago that like Ryan and Eddie would be like chill, having a nice conversation with Marissa Eddie. Marissa and like, Teresa were like, okay, even though yeah. like Marissa was just being the bigger person, even though like, yeah. it still was very weird. It was but, very, um, like, very yeah. nice. Um, another weird conversation. <laughs> the Nana goes to Seth. Yeah. And she, I, I understand what she's saying. So she's saying that she didn't want him to know because she wanted to get to know Seth as, like, an adult or, like, a young man. Yeah. Because, uh, not under the premise that she was the sick relative, that yeah. she just wanted to get to know him, which I understand. And then he's like, but you don't really care. And she's like, what are you saying? And he's like, well, you don't care because like, you're not going to try. You're not going to try to get better. You're just giving up. You're just going to die. And it was like so brutal. And I was like, shit. He's he's not wrong. You know what I mean? He's not wrong. And it's like, no one's really reacted that way to her where it's like, she doesn't really care what Sandy thinks because she doesn't like value like his opinion per se i guess but like seth it's like it's her grandson it like kind of really hurts her yep um it's like an awkward conversation but i'm really proud that seth like he stood up came at it like he didn't like he didn't he didn't do skirt around the issue which is weird because kirsten also did that and like neither one of them are people i would assume would do that yeah, you they know? were like, yeah, they were very combative in scenes of which where they're not typically combative. Yeah, um, it was weird. So, Speaking Marissa, of weird. Yeah, Marissa and Ryan kind of start out cute, yep. but then um, he wants her to like face it, and she just freaks out. And I totally understand because she's kind of been like bottling it up, you know, like yeah. she just rammed, and she know, like she's really had no time to like react to it uh, she's been planning and or being involved in in decorating a, an engagement party she just kind of ran away yeah um lots of things are happening uh i really hate julie for doing this to her same so she's been freaking out they, they get a little tussle but then it ends up him just being like consoling her yeah and you're like okay this seems fine but then there's a knock at the door and someone's like ryan there's someone here to see you and Ryan's like, who the fuck could be here to see me? <laughs> exactly. Because, like, everyone he knows in Chino is already is, there. Is sitting right there. It's, yeah, everybody that he grew up with in his entire life is sitting in this, you know, engagement party. Um, It's Luke. Mm. I just want to say, I feel horrible for Teresa, Eddie, and Teresa's, and Eddie's families. Because this party's probably a really big deal for everyone involved. Yes. Game and it's just party. been completely hijacked by, by the, Marissa's drama. Yes, 100% agree. Um, but Marissa comes out after she can hear Ryan telling Luke to get lost. Mm-hmm. And she, the second Luke opens his mouth, <laughs> Marissa slaps the shit out of him. Smacks the taste <laughs> out of my man's mouth. It was hilarious. Mouth. And like, just amazing i was very pleased with this moment to be honest with yes you. i loved it 
I loved it. I also loved the, like, that's the end of the moment. Like, it just cuts to, like, the (laughs) next scene. Like, Uh, right? Slap the taste out of it, and it cuts right to Summer, which I I will say, like, like, hold on. This was one of my favorite moments of the episode. Summer? Summer and Kirsten together, right? Oh, yeah, it was cute. Yeah, because they never really show them together. Right, I don't, this is, like, their first kind of moment together since, you know, Summer and, 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 you know, Summer suffer a thing, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's cute. It's kind of a but I just love that she feels comfortable enough to be like, what happened to make the Nana scary again? <laughs> like, so funny. Um, it's hilarious. And then yeah. Kirsten's kind of like awkward because she obviously like can't tell her. But then the Nana comes in and they're both kind of just staring at each other. And then the Nana comes in and Summer's like, I'm going to go study. <laughs> and uh, the Nana's like, you told her, didn't you? And she's like, no. She just wants, we were just talking about like, why you're so scary. <laughs> so funny it's so funny Kirsten very much blunt again with her like yes very very blunt with her um she literally is like what does the nana say that like sets this off oh man I'm trying to I don't even know what the nana says because she's kind of like muttering stuff under her breath in a very nana like way and then Kirsten's just like well you're the one who wants to die <laughs> and I'm exactly. like jeez I like that the Nana is combative, so they're just being combative back to her because they know that's what she needs to push her in the right direction. Exactly, for sure. I agree with that. Um, yeah. And then Teresa and Ryan again, who have a really nice moment, but it's also awkward to me. Yes, still very awkward. They're kind of like reflecting on their past, but she's also like, I'll invite you to the wedding. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> like because even like like a few hours or hour ago like it was still very awkward like they had an awkward moment about it like it's Teresa and Ryan had an awkward moment about the understanding of what the hell this party is anyway right yeah because she she came to him being like I don't want to be with this guy and now she's engaged to him it's very weird I agree um Ryan and Marissa are kind of cute but still like I don't know. Like, I still Weird. don't get their relationship. Mm-mm. But he's trying to convince her to come home, and he's like, "What would I do without you?" Like, I might get over you eventually. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, and then another coming clean kind of conversation. Sandy mm-hmm. and the Nana are setting up for the seder, and he's like, "We." Ne-, she's like, "I couldn't find a seder plate." And he's like, because we don't have one. Because we <laughs> never have a cedar. Yep. And then she tells him she is going okay. to get treatment. She's yeah. leaving early. She is going to get treatment. So their whole approach worked. Yep. Which is of, nice. Of, exactly. Lovely. Very, very nice. I loved it. Um, um, yeah. We transition to my favorite moment of the whole episode. <laughs> um, Marissa comes back. And is at her house. She goes, maybe Julie, she won't be home. You know, she's like, Julie won't be home. Like, whatever. And then Julie runs out. Ooh. And Marissa just tells her off. Man, she's like, I'm going to call the cops. And she's like, you know what? Do it. She's like, call my doctor too. And while you're at it, call dad. And she's like, also Caleb. <laughs> she just gave her the business. It's amazing. And then she's like, I'm grabbing my stuff and I'm leaving. And she's like, okay. Like, <laughs> it's blackmail, like a 100% blackmail. Uh, just like a beautiful. I love watching Julie get it back. Like, oh, definitely. 100%. It's like my favorite. It's just so great. Like, I know Marissa is dramatic and like yes. whatever, but like, but this Marissa time, is in the right. Like, 100% just, in the right here. Like, it's not even remotely close, right? Um, so Jimmy comes to dinner. And tells Haley that she's right. And then Haley's like, no, actually, like, you're right. Like, you have a lot writing on this. You can't just get into whatever. And I was like, oh, they're going to walk away from this. Being like, no, no more. Time out. But Haley's like, wait, you think I'm right? And then they're going to, like, move forward with this. They're going to keep it a secret secrets work so well on this show yeah um, so we know that's gonna be great and then summer's preparing summer? for dinner 
Yeah, she's perfected her four questions. She has yes. it all memorized. Yeah. But then Seth's like, you know you have the book at dinner, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, Marissa shows up. Yeah. Everyone's right. excited she's back. Yeah. Um, I think Marissa's dressed a little inappropriate for a dinner with a grandma. Yes, very much so. I mean, I like it. It's very, like, early 2000s, but it's for very, sure. like, weird. Yeah. Um. Sandy comes in to tell, he's like, is everybody hungry? <laughs> they're like, yeah, starving. And they're like, you have five hours before you can eat. Yep. Um, hilarious. And then Sandy asks Ryan, like, how was home? And he's like, I don't know. You tell me. I was in Chino. And it's so cute. Yep. So adorable. I loved it. And then they have their little Seder for the first night. And yeah. it's very cute. I have a question about their house. They don't have a dining room, like a formal dining room. And that big of a house, I don't understand. Because they took over the kitchen, and they did that last time with the yeah. episode with the Maybe restaurant tasting. But that's weird. Like I'm not that wealthy. My parents have a formal dining room. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. Very weird. I agree with you. MVP. I went the Nana. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. She she came that. full circle. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, like I agree with you. Yeah. I can't, I can't even hate that. Like I, I thought about yeah. that myself. Yeah. You can't yeah. even be mad about that one. Um, Who'd you go? Um, I went Marissa. That's good. That's a good one. I just, I felt like I went her, I, that, that closing ending uh, part of it, just given Julie the business really kind of put the icing on the cake for me. Yeah. Like that was probably a, you know, pivotal scene. I liked it a lot. I, Oh, no, well, I almost went summer. You know what I mean? I almost went summer, too. I felt yeah, like if she was in the episode a little, little yeah. more, I probably would have done it. Exactly. Um, our good friend, Jeremy, got us a little fun fact here. Um, yes. Banana was played by Linda Lavin, who starred as Alice in the long-running TV show Alice. It lasted nine seasons. Her next role after the OC was not until 2010. In this movie called The Backup Plan, her character was called Banana. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so cool! <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, so did I. I really enjoyed that. So. Um, I don't really have a great fun fact to follow that one up because that's just beautiful. Yes. Yeah, wow. Good, right. Thank you for that. Really good one. Wow, this was supposed to be my segment, but he's kind of taking it over. Yeah, but um, mine is Rachel Bilson's dad is actually Jewish. Oh, really? He wasn't like raised Jewish, but um, so she has a little background. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, my fun facts are really disappointing after his. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. But Keep you coming, know, Jeremy. Keep yeah, coming, please, buddy. please, Appreciate Jeremy. Him. Like Jeremy's fun facts news segment. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and then no more Kenzie. Backup Kenzie thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Backup Kenzie. <laughs> Oh, man. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The OC. We greatly appreciate you guys continuing to support the show. Um, we have a blast each and every week. Uh, make sure to head on over to Twitter. Give Kenzie a follow at Ken's Benunu. Give myself a follow at Vicky underscore. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later.